It's time for Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group with financial advisors Kevin Corhorn, Mike Bernard, and Josh Gregory. Wise Money is brought to you by the attorneys at Ledoux, Curran, and Keene, First State Bank, Diane Bennett, and the Inspired Team at REMAX 100, and Bethel College's Adult and Graduate Studies Program. Hello, folks. Welcome to another episode of Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group, where every week we're helping you take your next wise step in your financial life. My name is Mike Bernard. I'm your host, as well as one of the certified financial planners on the show. Next to me, Kevin Corhorn, business partner and founder of Corhorn Financial Group. Yeah, today we're joined by our special guest, Ted Foster, who is a Medicare and health insurance expert. And so as we help people prepare for retirement, uh, some of the decisions that they need to make, especially with health insurance in retirement, is one of the biggest financial decisions that they're going to make. So today, Ted's going to explain your options so that you can uh, make the best decision for your situation. And... um, just a little editor's note, please <laughs> forget. There's a frog that hopped in my throat here. And so if I sound uh, stranger than normal, uh, it's only because I am. Stranger than normal. Actually, truth is, Kevin got some uh, surgery on his vocal cords to make him sound like more of a radio star. That Yeah. And Just I'm, kidding. Well, and I'm going to do the Kenny Rogers thing, too. You know, I, I, I will be beautiful <laughs> when, I, when I'm done. Hey, folks, this is your show. As always, visit us, wisemoneyradio.com, to submit a question as well as catch up on previous episodes. You can also leave a question by giving us a call, sending us a text, 574-222-2000. Lastly, this episode right now is on YouTube at Wise Money Radio. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitter as well at Wise Money Radio. So connect with us that way. Thank you very much. Okay, as Kevin mentioned, we're joined by special guest Ted Foster. He is a health insurance expert and a regular contributor to the Wise Money Show. And I tell you, I love talking about health insurance. Why? Because it's stinking complicated. And it's gotten a lot more complicated over the past several years. That's why we're so thankful to have an expert on our team at KFG and an expert here to communicate what you need to know about Medicare and health insurance, Ted Foster. So before we dive in, Ted, just go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm Ted Foster. I've been uh, doing this in this business for over 40 years. You hate to say too many over 40 because then it gives your age away, but (laughs) 40 makes you old enough. The one thing that's nice in the Medicare area is that I am of the age of the people that I'm dealing with every day, so it's helpful. I've been married to my lovely wife, Joyce, for 44 years. We have two adult children, one in the local area with two granddaughters, and our son and his wife live in Colorado. So we see them as often as we can, but not as often as we'd like. You know, one of the other things about Ted is, yes, he's been doing this for a number of years, so he's seen all the changes, and he mentioned that he's of the age where a lot of folks uh, listening are, where, where you might be, uh, about trying to figure out uh, Medicare, but he also is familiar with how things work both in Michigan and Indiana, which we might get into some Obamacare-type stuff today. I think we're going to focus mostly on Medicare, but what a mess, that state line right in between us where uh, if you're dealing with Obamacare, but... Hopefully we get into that. Let's start with just a broad overview of the different parts of Medicare. Just break it down, level the playing field for us, Ted. Okay, so there are four parts of Medicare. Part A is hospital coverage, and that comes when you 
go on Medicare at no cost. It's something we've paid into over our lifetime, so there's no current cost for that. Part B is the doctor's section of, of Medicare, and that does come with a cost. The base rate for that is $134 per month. Uh, then there's Part C, which are the Medicare Advantage plans where you actually opt out of Medicare, buy an insurance plan from one of various insurance companies that takes care of your medical needs, pays for your medical needs. Uh, and then Part D is the prescription drug plan, and those also come with a, a fee uh, that you need to pay. Uh, covers your drugs, you need to have it one way or the other. Yeah, that's the only one that makes sense out of those letters, D for drug. Yeah. How I usually explain this, Ted, and, and I've learned this from you, is, is that, folks, you have an enormous decision to make right when you're about to retire. And that is, does it make the most sense for you to go with part A, B, D, and a supplement, or... A, sign up for B, but actually enroll in part C. And and so that's a huge, huge decision. One of the things that you didn't, am I missing anything with that? I would tech? like to add that when you have C, you still need to pay the part B cost. Right. Even though you opted out of Medicare, you still would pay the 134. Yeah. And we've got some common questions, frequently asked questions that we're going we're gonna to dive into about the difference between A, B, D, and a supplement and part C. C. So you're going to be well equipped for that. But talk about how Medicare supplements, sometimes known as Medigap policies, right? Talk about how those fit into the mix here. Medicare has, Medicare A and B will still leave you with thousands of dollars of medical expenses if you only had those. And one of the things that's different from, because currently your group health or your individual health probably has big deductibles and out-of-pocket costs. But on Medicare, there's no cap. So your your physician's charge or your surgeon's fee will be 80-20 after a deductible of $183. But there's no stop on that. That just goes on and on and on. And if the hospital is not terrible, uh, front-end deductible, but then uh, mostly covered unless you're in for over 60 days. And the shortage is severe. A Medicare supplement covers that all those expenses for you. Uh, depending on what plan you choose. Well, this this is the you've you've taught me this as well. So there's parts of Medicare, A, B, C, and D, and then there's plans of supplements. And and in order to make it as confusing as humanly possible, they they called those plans uh, by letters as well. A through N, yes. A through N. So which one is the most popular? Because I think that's been changing recently, if I remember correctly. It, it has changed. Uh, plan F was kind of the standard that people went to because it had zero deductible, it paid all the bills, really a great plan. If you went to a doctor that did not accept Medicare as payment in full, it would pay the full price. Um, however, we know that in 2020, that plan will no longer be offered. So the concern most of us have when we're choosing a plan is, What's going to happen to those rates when no new business can be put into that block? You know, when you close a block of business, every day everybody in that block of business gets sicker and older. It's just inevitable. So the rates huh. tend to go up. So after 2020, we will not have any plans that have no deductible. So Plan G has become very popular, and Plan F, a lot of people buy Plan, or not F, but N. N. 
Innocent Nancy. Yeah. So, Ted, can you tell us why the the they're going to stop that in 2020? Um, the government, in their wisdom, has decided that we should pay money out of our pocket before we receive care, not just pay a little larger insurance premium, have first dollar benefits because we all go to the doctor all the time because it's so much fun. Right. Oh, and if it's sure. no cost, we know we want to we want to go. Hmm. So it's a is it's a cost containment measure. It is ultimately a cost containment measure. Yes. Interesting. And so the so the the phenomenon you're describing is adverse selection, where the healthy people are going to likely leave and get a different supplement, and so the unhealthy people will stay. Therefore, creating a death spiral. A uh, worse worse problem. The the yeah. de- death spiral is a ter- common term. Right. Of, that, of a closed book, and that's exactly what happens. Uh, even if no one left, everybody in there gets older every day. Mm. And so that, mm. that block of business is going to go up, but it will go up more rapidly when uh, people get out that are healthy. <laughs> Thanks for the reminder, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> We're all getting older and sicker every day. All right, so let's touch on costs. We're going to talk more about costs here in, in a little bit, but let's touch on it. So, so part B and even part D – while we're sticking with the part, what do you see happening with those costs as we move forward? Part, that's a great question. Part D has been fairly stable for a couple of years. Okay. We're seeing some slight decreases, some slight increases, but overall fairly stable. So the drug plans look a lot like they did last year. The deductible for 18, 2018 went up only by five dollars. Oh, that's so, nice. So the maximum deductible last year was four hundred, or this year, and next year it'll be four hundred and five. Okay. Now plans will have four hundred and five dollar deductibles. Some plans maybe have a two fifty, two sixty deductible. Some plans have no deductible and pay right from the first prescription you fill. Yep. Uh, with just a copay. Got it. We're gonna. We are definitely going to talk more about the cost because there are some big changes as to what your cost could be for Medicare next year and supplements and all of that. So, we've got a lot more to come with health expert Ted Foster here on Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Hello, folks. Mike Bernard, Kevin Corhorn, and special guest health expert Ted Foster here from the KFG studio. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Special thanks to the attorneys at Ledoux, Kern, and Keen, as well as First State Bank for sponsoring the content of today's program. If you have any questions or want to connect with the show, several ways to do so. WiseMoneyRadio.com. Submit a question, catch up on previous episodes. Call or text 574-222-2000. Lastly, right now on YouTube, as well as Facebook, Twitter, you can connect with us at Wise Money Radio. So health expert Ted Foster is here breaking down Medicare and everything you need to know to make this huge decision about what changes you should make or what health insurance looks like for you in retirement. We left off on something really important, Ted, and that is the cost, the cost of different parts of Medicare. We're starting to talk about the cost of Part D, which is the drug plan. So pick us up from there and, and, and help us understand the costs. Here's the thing with the drug plan costs. 
The premium is not the major cost you have in your drug plan. The premiums average $34 per month. There are a lot of plans that are much less than that. There are plans that are much more than that. What we need to do every year is key your prescription list into Medicare.gov and let it help us select the correct plan. Every year, folks, Ted, this time of year is always very busy. It's like a CPA during tax season. If you're on Medicare or at least approaching retirement, you need to know there's work you need to do on this each and every fall. Yep, that's exactly right. All right, so let's talk about Part B then. Part B is your doctor visits and co-pays and all of that. Those costs are changing. They are changing. Well, it's funny. The numbers are not changing, so it didn't look an initial glance like they were changing. But they've changed the income levels, kept the numbers exactly the same. So what that means is the majority of people um, are going to pay $134. That's the base rate for 2018. That did not change. Um, If you're a higher earner, then you're going to pay more. Uh, And here's how that breaks down. In 2017, if your income as a couple was over $320,000, Part B costs $348.30. Did you hear that, folks? For the exact same insurance, it costs nearly triple. For the exact same Exactly. You're not going to get preferential treatment from your doctor and have less waiting time in the waiting room for the exact same insurance three times the cost. Go ahead. So that was at 320000 In 2018, that income threshold drops to 267000 Yeah. That's a way of increasing the cost, folks. Now, many of you are listening to TED, and if you're able to follow numbers over the radio, uh, kudos to you. But you're listening to TED saying, well... That doesn't really apply to me. won't apply to anyone. Think about this. If you decide to cash in a lot of investments or you inherit money and cash in some investments, you sell some investments, you sell a business, there are things that occur in your financial life or can occur that all of a sudden make it look like you've made a whole lot of money, even if you're not working. You've got to be very, very careful of this in retirement because the more income that shows on your tax return from two years ago. Two years ago, yes. The higher, the, the more you could pay for Medicare Part B. Correct. I'll finish this number thing <laughs> okay. just, just quickly because I want to make another point. So, and if you're even a higher earner, uh, bef- last year it was over 428000 for a couple. They dropped that this year to 320000 So they've, again, lowered the income threshold substantially which will bring in more people that have to pay the higher numbers. Keep in mind that there's not going to be much sympathy in the press or anywhere for those people. It's just how it is. Now, here's the thing on that. They always look at your tax return from two years ago, but there is a form that Social Security Office has that you can appeal that decision. Um, That occasionally works. So if you sold an investment and had a a great big spike in your income for one year, but are now back down to a lower level Mm -hmm. and can prove that, they may let you stay at $134. Mm -hmm. I had people in yesterday that went through that steps and got it back reduced down. I've had other people that have tried and been unsuccessful. So this is where the financial planning aspects come into this because you can't make a decision in a vacuum related to just one component of your financial life. 
So when I, as I look at that and I think, okay, I want to buy a car and I'm 67. If I take $40,000 out of my IRA to just pay it off, I spike my income. I take 40000 out of my IRA and then I got to take another uh, $15,000 out to pay the taxes on that. Yep. And all of a sudden, I go from paying 134 a month to 267 but it's not just 267 it's 267 for me and it's 267 for my wife yep correct so so this this is an amazing uh, increase in what I'm paying and I can tell you this because I've had this happen with clients where they say wait a minute my social security check just got messed up because the amount of money they put in the bank is wrong and it's not wrong. They're they're taking it out of your social security check and unfortunately it's right. Can I can I mention another planning technique? And by the way, if you've heard uh, some thunder, Ted's mic is having a little uh, difficulty staying up there. Catch us on YouTube. It's uh, been a little funny. Watch him struggle with this thing. However, uh, the numbers we're talking about, the income band we've been talking about is for a, a married couple. Well, the Medicare, what your Medicare is, is for this last stage of life. And yes, there's lots of stages and, and it's going to be decades and all of that. But for widows and widowers, that income limit is much condensed where if you start taking money out of your IRA or even just living on a pension, pulling money out of your IRA, you can easily get to the point where you're paying more for your Medicare Part B than really you should. So plan today, folks. This means... Save money into the HSA if you can. Build up money into your Roth IRA. Do Roth conversions when it makes sense so that you can hide money from the tax man and therefore pay less for your Medicare. See how this all fits together? That's why we believe in financial planning. Right. And so think from 62 until you're 70 and a half, making sure that you're managing the amount of money that you have in your IRA and should you be converting to the Roth IRA while well, you're still in the 15% tax bracket in order to tamp down the required minimum distributions that you're going to have at 70 and a half? Because some folks will hit 70 and a half and they will not have any option. They'll be pushed into the higher bracket and therefore have to pay more for Part B. That's right. Yep. That's right. All right. So let's, uh, I, I think we're going to be talking more about that, but let's shift gears a little bit. So for those of you listening, oh, you want to talk about cost with part C? Well, we ought to. We ought to. Go right <laughs> ahead. My goodness. <laughs> okay. So part C is the Medicare Advantage plans that you see advertised 24 hours a day, seven days a week on your television. Uh, obviously, they're profitable insurance companies or they wouldn't be advertising that often. Uh, so, But they're not bad. They're, they're pretty good. More and more people have chosen them. It was about two years ago, it was about 15% of the people uh, had Medicare Advantage, and that has gone up to almost 30% of the people turning 65 or going on Medicare new are taking Advantage plans. Uh, so there's a time and a place for those. It takes more conversation than, will this pay for my silver sneakers plan? Uh, one of the worst reasons to buy a health insurance plan I've ever heard, but it happens often. So uh, you want to look at those. The cost, there's a, there's a lot of $0 plans this year. Uh, they have some added benefits that I like. They have, uh, uh, some, plan, some companies have hearing aid coverage. A lot of them have an easy way to add dental. A lot of them have a little bit of dental and vision built in. Uh, so lower premium mm-hmm. 
And if you're healthy, lower costs. Lower premium, but if you're sick, much, much higher costs. Hmm. So the risk management that I'm dealing with here is I'm making a bet. If I'm doing a Medicare Advantage plan, I'm betting that I'm going to be healthy. Correct. And if I... So if I do a Medicare Advantage plan for three years and then I start losing that bet, what are my options? That's a perfect question. Uh, it's not on a sheet, so good well, job. Actually, it, I, I'm, that, that's, that's likely a long answer, and there's, there's a couple things that I want to make sure that we don't cut short. Also, a lot of you are turning 65 soon and you're curious, when do I need to do something? And some of you are also looking to retire early and you think, what do I do with my health insurance if I'm retiring before 65? So we've got that answer as well as those additional issues coming up here on Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Hello, folks. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. I'm your host as well as one of the advisors. My name is Mike Bernard in the KFG studio with certified financial planner Kevin Corhorn as well as health insurance expert Ted Foster. Hopefully you're joining us on YouTube at Wise Money Radio. You can do so. Connect with us, Facebook and Twitter as well. If you have a question, wisemoneyradio.com as well as call, text 574 222-2000. Want to say a special thank you to Bethel College Adult and Graduate Studies as well as Diane Bennett for uh, with Remax 100 for making the Wise Money Show possible. We are breaking down everything you need to know about Medicare and prepare you for this open enrollment season with all of the changes that you can make as well as For those of you who aren't yet at the decision point of getting on Medicare, you're just preparing for retirement, this shows for you. You need to understand how it works to either help your folks, but also begin preparing yourself for making these choices. We already talked about the um, appropriateness of using HSAs, Roth areas, because that can really help you save money on your Medicare when you get to this point. Kevin dropped a bomb of a question right uh, right at the end of the last segment. And essentially, let me restate it. If you've got this enormous choice when you're about to retire, or when you turn 65, should you go with part A, B, D, and a supplement, or should you go with part C? And you're going to sit down with someone like Ted, an expert, and you're going to make that great decision for you. But once you make that decision, can you ever switch? And And just to clarify, A, B, and D is one package and a supplement Mm -hmm. versus C. And if I'm going with C, which is the advantage plan, I'm betting I'm going to be healthy. Yeah, Yeah. right. And if I'm doing the other one, I'm betting that I'm going to need lots of care and I'll get it. Yeah. So what happens, the big question, Ted, is what happens when I start losing that bet? I was healthy (laughs) and I'm no longer healthy. So, you, so if I understand your question correctly, you're wondering if all of a sudden I'm experiencing many out-of-pocket expenses and I'd like to go back into the escape into the safety of a Medicare supplement where I have $183 a year of expenses, for example, at a little higher premium. Is that is that 
Yes, essentially perfect. A, that's absolutely perfect, Ted. Okay, so there are a few possibilities. Uh, when you go to leave Medicare, go to a Medicare Advantage plan, <clears throat> you opt out of Medicare, as we mentioned earlier, and you're in that plan, and if that plan would happen to go out of business, you can, on a guaranteed issue basis, go back to a supplement. If that plan, if you move to a different service area and they don't have that in your area, if there are no Medicare Advantage plans where you move to, you could get a supplement then again on a guaranteed issue basis. There are a couple others, but they're even more rare than that. So, so really what you have to do is go through medical underwriting in order to come back to a Medicare supplement if you want to leave the Advantage plan. Here's the deal, folks. What Kevin just mentioned, if you say, hey, I'm healthy today, I'm six, I'm turning 65, I'm healthy, and I love the idea of paying less for my insurance, I'll just do Medicare Part C, and then, you know, in 20 years, if I need a hip replacement or, or need the knee replaced or my health starts failing, that's when I'll shift over and go with Part A, B, D, and a supplement. Folks, as you'd expect, if you could do that everyone would do it. So yeah, I when I teach it, Ted, and I certainly don't teach it as well as you, but I tell folks, just assume you can't make the change between the yeah. two. There are a couple ways that you can if you move or the plan stops or whatever, or if you go through underwriting, but just assume that you've got to make this decision at 65 and you can't change it. Because also, one of the reasons why I really struggle with government-run health insurance is you're also one stroke of a pen away from them saying, nope, you cannot change. You are locked into this thing. Government can just change the rules anytime they want. Mm -hmm. So anyway. Let me clarify one thing on that. What would happen in real reality in your scenario, Kevin, is you would probably come, when you come in for your annual review, because even with the Advantage plans, we need to review annually to make sure that the drug list that we have, that we're still in the correct plan. Mm Mm-hmm. There are more expensive Medicare plans, Advantage plans. There are some that are more expensive than the supplement, Mm -hmm. but they're better. Mm -hmm. So we may come back in and move to a lower risk, more more benefits paid, but a higher premium. Still not as comprehensive as a Medicare supplement would be, Mm -hmm. but better. Mm to con- and continue to man- manage the risk. So you, there are options is what you're saying. There will, there's always options because you can go from a Medicare Advantage plan to a different Medicare Advantage plan on a guaranteed basis each year during yeah. open enrollment, which is October 15th through December 7th for a, an effective date of January 1st. That happens every year. So if you are 65 or older and on Medicare, you need to be meeting with Ted and getting things updated or someone like Ted, although I've been around, there's no one like Ted. <laughs> so you, but you want to, you want to be updating. You it, mean that in a good way, right? Yes, <laughs> I hope. absolutely. <laughs> yes. Uh, he's, yes. yes. As in, he's the best. He's the best. So, you got it. Um, so October 15th through December 7th, somewhere in there between doctor's appointments and getting your hair done, you want to get with your Medicare expert and make decisions about your health insurance. And this is a big, 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 big deal. And if you're not 
65 or older, but you know someone who is, encourage your parents, encourage your grandparents, encourage your siblings. Hey, go see your Medicare expert because there are decisions that you need to make. And if you don't know that there are decisions that you need to make and you don't get them done, it's on you. They, yeah. And so you're possibly paying a lot more than you should, or you're possibly not getting uh, the coverage that you need to get. What a shame that at the time when you need health insurance, most likely that at the time you need health insurance the most, and at the time when your financial life, you, you want it to get simpler, the health insurance decision gets much, much, much more complicated. I mean, what a disaster, right? You You couldn't draw it up worse than this. But that's part of the value of having a certified financial planner and a health insurance expert that you can trust to help guide you through those decisions so that you're picking the plan that's right for you. And so that each year as things change, either in the health insurance world or in your health, you've got the right situation. Yeah. And in the spirit of this, and we talked a little bit about cost containment and do I do the alphabet soup over here or do I do plan C, which is a Medicare Advantage? I would encourage you uh, just dealing with some of the things I've dealt with in the last year. I would say the only person who really cares about your health and your health insurance and your health costs is you. You are you are the, just assume you're the only one that cares about it. So when I went to the doctor and he said, "Hey, you need to start taking a pill called metformin. It's free at Meyer." It's not free at every drug store. Yeah. It's free at Meyer. So I would I would be aware, hey, what what am I on? And they said, "Hey, you need to take this one." And I said, "Well, hey, I'm on a high deductible plan. Is there a generic?" And they said, "Yep, there's a generic that's 4 bucks." So all of a sudden, instead of paying hundreds, I'm paying $4. And then, lastly, because I know you're interested in my health I situation. am. <laughs> well, I, I went to the doctor and he did labs and I said, seems like a lot of money to pay for labs. I don't have any context or any perspective. It just seems like a lot of money. And he said, well, if you go to a different place to have your labs done, it will be about half what you pay. And I thought, fabulous. That's great to know because I actually... I'm in control. I'm in charge. I'm responsible. Mm-hmm. So that's how we need to look at it. Yep. You mentioned in the middle of that to choose your professional, uh, and thank you for the kind words. But whoever you choose, I highly recommend you have a lo- local representative, a local insurance professional that you do your Medicare Advantage, Medicare Supplement, whatever you do, because you'd certainly need to review this every single year. And if you buy from somebody that knocked on your door that's from Kalamazoo, Michigan, they may not knock on that door this year. Oh, in fact, they almost certainly won't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's right. And Ted's meeting with folks in Niles at the world headquarters here in Granger, in Napanee, in Coons Lake. Um, just like the Johnny Cash song, he's been everywhere, folks. <laughs> All right, so we we still really need to hit this big issue yes. of, all right, you're about to turn 65, what do you need to be doing? Or I'm about to retire early, what do I need to be doing? There's several things, and you want to get the timing right, folks. So we're diving into that coming up here on Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group.
This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Wise Money is brought to you by the attorneys at Ledoux, Curran & Keene, First State Bank, Diane Bennett and the Inspired Team at REMAX 100, and Bethel College's Adult and Graduate Studies Program. Hello, folks. Mike Bernard with Wise Money, the Corhorn Financial Group, here with Kevin Corhorn and health expert Ted Foster. Josh has got the week off. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. If you have any questions, if you've missed anything, oh my goodness, we've talked about health insurance and Medicare and still a lot of uh, of interesting issues here to come, uh, reach out to us, wisemoneyradio.com. You can catch up on previous episodes as well as submit questions, or you can go to YouTube and you can see anything that you missed at Wise Money Radio right there on YouTube as well. And if you have a question, give us a call, send us a text, 574-222-2000. All right, so we were talking about this big colossal decision that you need to make from going with part A, B, D in a supplement or going with Medicare part C, which is Medicare Advantage plan and whether you can go back and forth. Let's let's go back. When do you make that decision? Say someone's about to turn 65, when do they need to start thinking about this stuff? When do they need to contact you, Ted, and sit down and, and start talking through this? When you turn 64, you suddenly become a very popular person. You'll get mail all the time. Uh, one, of, one of our clients brought in all the mail they had received for the year, and it was a stack about 10 inches tall. So you're very popular. Uh, so in, in some of that stuff you need to look at it, and most of it you don't. But it, a year, when you turn 64 is when you need to really start thinking about this, and you'll be reminded because you'll get all of this mail saying, we've got the best deal ever, talk to us. Yeah. So you ignore all that because hopefully you've already, you already know who you're going to turn to, and so you, don't, you, you avoid the risk of pulling one of those flyers out of the stack and the individual end up being a charlatan. Correct. And, and you, you would like to be able to just throw them away, but that's uncomfortable for people Yeah, because they tr- the marketers do their best to make them look like an official document from Medicare or from Social Security. So they try to get you to open it. That's their goal. And they, so they make them look like they're, they're important. Uh, if you have questions, don't throw them away. Just bring them to your professional advisor when you meet. And I like to meet at least six months prior to your event Yep. So turning 65 or going on disability, whatever whatever the event may be, mm-hmm. uh, so that we can figure a plan of action, then come back together closer to the time and, and take action. So, okay, folks, I'm just going to tell you. So by 64, you know already who your expert is that you're going to be turning to, okay? So that when you become really popular, like Ted said, and – uh, get all of this propaganda in the mail. You can, Kevin. You, you use the uh, the analogy all the time about putting wax in the ears and just going straight ahead, right? Mm-hmm. Sailing straight ahead. Don't listen to the siren song and veer off into the rock. So you already have your expert picked out by sixty four, and sixty four and a half. You're sitting down with that expert to talk about the game plan. Yeah, yeah. And I like what Ted said about having a local expert because. We have clients that have their Medicare expert is in Indianapolis mm-hmm. or Kalamazoo or Fort Wayne, 
And like Ted said, you're not going to see those people this fall. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then you sit back down closer to your birthday, that 65th birthday, and then you kind of execute the plan. These are the things yeah. that we need to do. Yes. Okay. So what about folks who are looking to retire, but they're retiring before 65? Okay. okay. So say you're 62, 63, something like that. Yep. Typically, we, we look at a couple things. We, we look hard to see if you can work long enough to get to 65 so you don't have to go on to an Obamacare plan or a Christian ministry sharing plan or one of those, or COBRA. So those are going to kind of be the three choices you'll have in, in the world. And COBRA, surprisingly, for a lot of people in their 60s is not a bad option because it's based on the average age of all the employees that the company you work for. So if you're 62, you're probably on the upper end and you're getting to buy at the 40-year-old rate. You may find that the company paid a lot more for your health insurance than you ever gave them credit for. Yeah, because you're, what you're paying through your company is not the entire premium. The company is paying a, a you know either half of it or maybe most of it, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, when exactly. it, the, uh, the, the tide goes in when you sign up for COBRA, you get to see and you get to bear the full premium cost. Yep. Okay. So that would be a COBRA option, or depending on your income, you may get some help buying through the marketplace. You have to just analyze that and figure out if that's an option that you can live with. I'm not going to say like, but can live with. Uh, And sometimes they're okay. You know, for lower income people, they're they're good. But if you were lower income, I'm not sure you'd be retiring at 62. I tell you, though, folks, it's a big planning opportunity. When you retire, if you've been a saver, if you've saved and, and so on, You've got great control over your income. Yep, yep. Great control over what shows up on your tax return. You could delay Social Security. You could draw dollars out of non-taxable accounts like a Roth, although I wouldn't, uh, that's not a recommendation, or a non-taxable account. Make your income look really low so you can qualify for some of these subsidies. And one of the things I believe just changed yesterday. Earlier, yep. Or earlier, uh, but this was this is in the works. Is they are bringing back the short-term insurance plan? Yes. So uh, they've been around, but they you would incur a penalty. They weren't Obamacare qualified, so you could buy those for three months, uh, but you would have to pay the the penalty under because you didn't have Obamacare qualified insurance. So now we they've extended the time you can own a short-term medical, and we'll see about the penalty. Hopefully they've that's in there too. I haven't seen that wording that they've gotten us out of the penalty with a short-term medical, but it would be nice if they did. Be cautious because they will never cover a pre-existing condition. And so you have to be cautious if you buy a short-term medical as your solution. I can give you my worst-case scenario ever on that. I had a lady pass a Yep, lady passed a kidney stone, and apparently when you pass one at the hospital, they test it to see how long you've had it. Okay. (laughs) Therefore, she had had it before the effective date of the short-term medical, and they wouldn't pay for it, any of that. Oh, my goodness. So you have to be careful with short-term medicals, but they are a a good tool. You just have to know what you're getting into. That hurts twice. Yes. 
Yes. <laughs> My goodness. I, left Ke- dream it up. I think we left Kevin speechless. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm still time. back on how in the world do you test a kidney stone to see how old it is. <laughs> you just ask. No, just kidding. Okay. Let's, <laughs> so we have hit. If you've been able to follow this discussion, kudos to you. For most of you, it's just an introduction to some of the language, some of the decisions that you're going to need to make, and you're going to want to sit down with a Sherpa, with a guide to make those decisions. So let's just take a moment to recap some of the action items, the highlights that you need to be aware of. Yeah. The best performers have a coach. Yeah. So get a coach. Get someone to walk you through this. This starting at 65, it's a whole new vernacular. Everything is different. You were used to it working a certain way. It doesn't work that way anymore. It now works this way. So you need to have someone who, as Ted, who's got decades of experience, can say, I, I see how your situation is. I know how the stuff works. And this is how we, we meld the two to work for you. Yeah. I, I would I would remind you of a of a couple of things. One is that you need to have that guide picked out before you turn sixty four. Yep. Okay. And certainly before you retire, you're going to want to be aware. And I know you're curious anyway. So find that expert that can help you in those decisions. And then and then second, just be aware that you've got this enormous, I would argue one of the most important retirement decisions. Yep coming up and it's do you go a b d and a supplement or medicare advantage or part c you've got to make that decision in the context of your overall financial plan okay yes and you want to manage your income towards the when you get close to 65 and especially if you're a business owner if you're if a windfall is coming you want to just have an awareness that it could take your premium from 134 to multiples of that you know what's fun is one upping each other because I you're absolutely right. You need to be aware of that as you're approaching retirement. But folks, you need to be planful throughout your entire life, and how will your taxes look on the eve and in retirement? Because it will impact your health insurance. Ted, thank you so much for being on the show again. We were talking at the break that we need to make this more of a regular occurrence because this is good stuff, folks. So, on behalf of Ted Foster, Kevin Corhorn, myself, and all of us at Corhorn Financial Group. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next Saturday for Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Securities offered through Silver Oak Securities, member FINRA slash SIPC. Advisory services offered through KFG Wealth Management, LLC. Doing business as Corhorn Financial Group. KFG Wealth Management, LLC and Silver Oak Securities Incorporated companies are unaffiliated.